0: You got the show. The show, show, show. Three time Wisconsin Sports Raider of the Year, Jason Wilde. I will do my best to be as articulate as Matt was when I answered my question here about Alan Lazard. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. Take right. care. Be good. <laughs> With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented
1: by Coors Light.
2: everybody's favorite just reporter in general it's jason Wildy and eric name like neck and neck as far as everybody's favorite reporter jason Wildy joins the show jason how are you today
0: wow what an honor to be mentioned in the same sentence as eric name thanks very much
2: you're both uh, award-winning journalists so 2022 wisconsin sports writer of the year eric name of the athletic yes <laughs> And, uh, that's not
1: our hockey, Jason.
2: <laughs> that's Alex Schroff back there. But uh, Jason, obviously, we haven't heard from Aaron uh, coming out of the darkness just yet. Uh, hopefully, he's taking some time to reacclimate
1: to society. Hopefully, he didn't see his shadow and <laughs> right. go crawling back into the uh, darkness. You guys,
0: just, you guys just can't help yourselves. You guys... Have to be snarky about this. I love
1: it. Well,
2: because here's the thing, Jason, and, and this isn't necessarily a question, but I, I think I've found my point of contention uh, with Rogers and Ian Rappaport. Mm. Uh, you know, he said it after we said it. I know he's a big fan of the show, so maybe he lifted it from us. <laughs> but uh, Aaron. Who is it? Right. Aaron basically, I think the term's like a bully pulpit. Like, he just wants to go out there and spew everything that's on his mind. And although he says question everything, he doesn't want to be questioned about any of his any of the words that come out of his mouth. He just wants them all to be taken as gospel and if you disagree with it, how dare you? You are close minded. So I guess it's just what bothers me about Aaron is not that he tells us everything, but that somehow he is offended and clutches his pearl pearls when we all have reactions to it. And that's not really a question for you. My question will be do you Ooh, think okay. the do you think the Packers are starting to feel the same way, maybe internally, of like, we're just kind of over this Aaron Rodgers stick.
0: Yeah, I think that is part of it. And I think the challenge becomes uh, making sure that whatever decisions you make at the quarterback position are based on personnel decisions, not making them personal. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're, you know, I, I this is not the Pat McAfee show, so I can't swear, uh, <laughs> not that that's really my M.O. anyway, but uh, if you're tired of the B.S., um, I, I don't blame you. I can understand you that being your position if you're Goody or LaFleur, and frankly, I think it's pretty clear that, you know, whether it's him not taking – as much responsibility as I believe he should for things that go awry, or others believe he should uh, for his own performance, etc. Um, or it's always those kind of slights that he passive aggressively fits into a press conference. I mean, again, go back to after the loss to the Lions, you know, he takes a shot at the play calling by LaFleur and Goody's failure to. Uh, deliver on the promises he'd made to augment the wide receiver position. I mean, he doesn't doesn't have to do that. Just like he doesn't have to tell us about uh, ayahuasca or the darkness thing. Like, you know, uh, again, I, I don't... I personally don't have any interest, nor do I feel like I would fare very well in the dark. Um, I think it would really drive me crazy. It wouldn't be beneficial to me. Um, but could he have achieved the same type of, uh, effect by, you know, going up to the California mountains and leaving his phone behind and being by himself and looking out over a lake or something. I, I don't know. I think I could, if I was what I was looking for, that's Mm -hmm. what I felt I needed. So, you know, he, he does some of this stuff to himself, but my point is, is that, if you're Goody, and and I just, the echo over and over and over again that I keep hearing in my head is what he said during the bye week when Goody talked to us. And remember, they had not, they would kind of started a little bit of their uh, process moving forward, right, of, of having at least a little bit of success, mm-hmm. and there was uh, some positive vibes going on, and Goody's line which the timeline kind of fits because they you know, they had to win a couple of games after that bye. They had just beaten the Bears. But Goody's line was, as I've been taught from the time I walked into this building, whatever comes with having great quarterbacks, it's worth it. And I just think that is such a crucial thing that he said because it sounds to me like that's around the time he was bitching about Rodgers to – Uh, a a colleague in the league or whatever else Tom Silverstein said. And and now it's obviously gotten out into the open. Like, I, I don't know if he was trying to tell himself to believe that, or if he really was believing that and just wanted to remind everyone else of it. But the bottom line is Aaron Rodgers is a colossal pain in the butt sometimes. And there are things that he does or says that rubs people the wrong way, including his bosses, including his coach, including teammates, including reporters like me, including the populace at large. But is it enough to say, forget it, we'll go with the younger guy and cross our fingers and hope that the progress we saw in 2022 is going to continue and not only continue, but increase a exponential amount to where he could be a really good starter in the NFL? I don't know. Like, I don't know if you're willing to risk that. And on, a, on the flip side, are you willing to essentially acknowledge that you don't have a super bowl contending team no matter who plays quarterback even if it is Aaron Rodgers playing at his optimal level and completely healthy because if you if you don't believe that then that's the scenario where you should say you know what Aaron look you know uh, we we if we had if we thought we had a chance this year we want you back and we would hope that you would want to be here but You said you don't want to be part of a rebuild, and if we're being honest, we're more than a couple of players away from winning the Super Bowl this season. Maybe everything could fall our way like it fell for the Vikings this past season, but sooner or later, we don't have enough horses, even if you are playing at your optimal level. So maybe it's just time for us to part ways, and we'll figure out a way to send you to the team that you want to be on that you think gives you the best chance to win, and we'll start the process without that. There's an amicable way to do this, but the stuff that has come out because Goody clearly let his frustration get to him. Which again, I've said this to others. Hey, I have my moments where my I, I like to think I'm a pretty decent human being, and usually pretty level-headed, but there are times where frustration gets to me, and I'll say something I shouldn't say. So. It's clear that that happened to him and now it's out in the open and now when he talks to us later in the week he's going to have to deal with us asking about that being in the open. But the bottom line is is that unless you are truly convinced that Rodgers is truly in decline, like you thought he was in decline after the 19th season so you drafted Jordan Love and then he shoved it up your you-know-what by having MVP seasons in 20 and 21. So maybe your thought is Okay, we were wrong. We thought he was in decline in nineteen. He showed us we were wrong. Then we saw what happened in twenty two and now he we know he's in decline. Just in time for him to go somewhere else and be really good.
1: Yeah. Jason, I I don't know where their heads gotta be at because you're absolutely right. Moving on from a quarterback like that is always tricky. Um We've got our uh, poll question today, and it's, should the Packers just rip off the Band-Aid and move on from Aaron Rodgers? Yes. And a no. Uh, majority majority choices. Yes, majority of the people are saying <laughs> yes right now. Um, you kind of touched on why it's such a hard move, but like, when do you think it is a good time for the Packers to actually be like, if we don't hear something from Aaron Rodgers, we need to make a decision. Like at what point in this offseason do the Packers need to cross their T's and dot their I's with uh, their football team moving forward?
0: Well, a couple things. One, you know, they, they surely would like if, if he is going to be traded again, we don't know how this is going to play out ultimately, but if he's going to be traded, we're going to do it before the draft. So you can get draft picks from this draft because, any team with Aaron Rodgers, if he's going to be motivated, and we all know he will be very motivated, yeah. he's probably going to be really good, right? I if would he's think really so. really good, then the draft picks in the 2024 draft that come from the team that you are trading him to will not be as good. They will not be as high because that team will be better than it most likely was without it. So that's one part of the timeline. Uh, part two of the timeline is that Jordan Love, they have to make their decision on giving him the fifth-year option for the 2024 season by the end of May or by early May. So you would certainly like to have a decision by then if you can't have it done by draft time. Look, to me, and, you know, the guys give me a hard time, and we've been using a lot of clips from Rutledge and Hamilton when we play Where's (laughs) Wilde, But uh, to me, there's two scenarios where you trade Aaron Rodgers. One is, you don't think you are a Super Bowl contender this year anyway. Uh-huh. So you might as well turn the reins over to love, and if you lose more games than you would have, and you would have been on you know a 10 and seven team and you were going to make the playoffs, but you knew you weren't you would need absolutely everything to fall your way. So then you to use your phrase, rip the Band-Aid off and say, "All right, let' let's do it. let's get as much as we can for them." And let's let's see if we can do this in a one year rebuild and have Jordan in a second year, much as the starter, much like Rodgers in his second year in '09 when he was pretty damn good and that team was pretty damn good, um, and got hosed on a you know the end of that overtime game against the Cardinals. So let's do it. Let's let's move on. The other scenario is if you are certain beyond all doubt that he has fallen off the table. It wasn't his thumb. It wasn't. Uh, young guys around him. It wasn't the absence of Adams. It was he's fallen off and he's only going to get worse. If you're convinced of that, then you should trade him. If you're not sure about either one of those things, because I don't believe you can be fully sure about Jordan Love. I really don't. I think you can be encouraged by what he is now based on what you saw in practice and against the Eagles, et cetera. But I don't believe that you could go from, Holy crap, we gotta give this guy everything he wants, which includes a three year, one hundred and fifty million dollar contract because Jordan's not gonna be ready for twenty twenty two. So now suddenly, oh, he's the what did what did Bob McGinn say? Second coming and Rogers two <laughs> Which again, if Goody actually said that, and I, I that might just be it's probably Bob taking poetic license, but if if Goody actually said that what the hell are they doing? Like <laughs> right? you're ratcheting up expectations on him by calling him that to somebody else. If that's true, and again, I that's I, that and the disgusted line. I don't know if that's something Goody said or that you know Bob embellished or whatever. The bottom line is, if you're not sure of those other two things, and you and in my opinion, you can't be sure about Jordan Love. Then you you should do everything you can to give the twenty twenty three season a chance to be a one where you win the Super Bowl or have a chance to be in it.
2: Talking with Jason Wildy from Wildy and Tausha. you listen to him with Towsher, Weekdays 9 to noon here on ESPN Wisconsin. And uh Jason, are you, you doing it? laundry?
0: Uh yes, I was just turning on the dryer. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry I did you could hear
1: that. Yeah. I <laughs> knew that song. I know that song <laughs>
2: <laughs> We all know that song. Jason, I wanted to you said earlier that Goody kind of referenced that like the, the juice uh, basically, you're going to take what comes with it because the juice is worth the squeeze. Like You get Aaron Rodgers, you get this great play, you're going to have to take everything that comes with it. Is there a case to be made that this team said that Goody says, you know what, this is now the second time in three years that Aaron has done this publicly. It, it, we, there's no reason to believe he's not going to do it again of this will I, won't I, for next year. He's always questioning or taking shots at what I'm doing or maybe some teammates. Like, You know what? Base-off his play last year, even if he bounces back some, could one of the decisions be like, it's just not worth it anymore for another year or two of Aaron Rodgers to deal with all this heartache?
0: Sure. But then again, I think that's, you know, unless you really truly believe that it's damaging your team, uh, your chemistry, uh, stunting the growth of your young players, uh, if you just think he's a pain in the ass, I'm not sure that that's reason enough to say, you know, forget it. We're not going to deal with this guy anymore. Like, if you think though that it's it's hurting your young players and you know your locker room is is divided or bothered by him, well, then that's a different question entirely, too. And so I I don't again, you know, it's not like Goody's going to be honest with us. Um, but if he is as frustrated as you know, the things that were said over the weekend are are the case, then then yeah, at some point, you know, but again, that also still comes down to the personnel evaluation. Do you think this guy is no longer able to play at an MVP level like he did, you know, not that long ago? Like, let's not forget, 21 uh, was not that long ago. Yes, we just watched the 2022 season unfold, but I don't know, what do you think he's like if he doesn't break his thumb? Right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what if you, What if they don't fall apart in the second half at London and they win that game? Because remember, they're playing, you know, they, they certainly were struggling offensively, but their defense was decent early on in the season. And they were, what, 3-1 and one going into London? Right? Yeah. And then they lose, and then they end up losing whatever they did, five in a row, and that's the first of the five in a row that they lost. So, you know. If he doesn't have to try and throw a Hail Mary at the end in London, and he never breaks his thumb, what kind of season does he have? I don't think he has an MVP season, but I don't think we're sitting there going, hmm, looks to like me like he fell off the table. No, I think we're having the conversation of, well, his young guys and him were not on the same page very often. It was a real problem until you know Christian Watson emerged late in the year. Um, maybe if you'd have gotten your butt to the off season program, it wouldn't have been so bad. I think that's the, what the narrative would be now instead. But unfortunately, he does break his thumb, and it does affect his performance, and now we have to kind of try to guess what exactly his level of quality play is at.
2: Uh, we have to let you go here, because we're going to get to mutual friend of show, Chris Marigos. Uh, any, any questions that you guys didn't get to with Chris you'd like us to, to ask him uh, when he comes up at no, 3.30? I think,
0: we, I, I think we covered everything. I'm not even sure why you're bothering to have him on. <laughs>
2: Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. We love Chris. Uh, him and Jay Vali were my guys back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. They went he's, by the nickname. Uh, well, oh, go on. He's he's terrific, and uh, I I we as a team, as a Wilde and Touch team, we take responsibility as a group. So if if one of our uh, members of our team goes rogue, we are all responsible uh, for. Poaching your guests that you'd already had scheduled, so it's on us, and we apologize. But Chris is so good, he's worth a second listen.
2: See, so I got a good guest lined up for our anniversary show, but I don't want to. I don't. do to put it there. I'm not going to let you guys know.
0: <laughs> uh, Strofe can tell me off there.
2: <laughs> he probably will. Traitor. Yeah, I probably will. I'll let I'll let Tausch know so he can go rogue again,
0: Jason. All right, Jason. It was again. It's on all of us. It's on all of you. Mostly him.
2: Hold on, real quick. Twenty second question, Jason. Are you sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers?
0: Yes. yes I, I figured.
2: I, I can tell in, in your voice. Me I'm too. We all are. We but, all
0: are. But I think the challenge is, you know, I was actually talking to our UPS guy today. <laughs> nice. Because he's a big yeah, he's a big fan of our programming, especially our show. I don't even know if he knows your show exists. But <laughs> he knows about our show. And, and, okay, and thanks, Jason. I, I was, uh, you're welcome. I'm here to support you. Uh, I was saying, you know, I'm I'm torn because there's part of me that look, this is what everyone's talking about and there's certainly people that want to talk about it. At the same time, you know, what do, what do our listeners and what do we owe our fans to give them some sort of a respite from all Rodgers all the time. And so that's the line you walk. Yeah, Jason. And I don't know how well we're doing it.
2: I'll tell you what, Literally, every person I talk to in the street, if they know the show or know them, they ask me immediately, What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? So that's, that's why we have to, always have to do it because everyone, even if they're listening, be like, All right, tell me what you really think about Aaron Rodgers. So it's what it's everyone true. wants to know or their opinion or they have an opinion on. It's like I said, Aaron. Yeah, well, It's like I said, Jason. Aaron Rodgers is like an Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's got one. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: that made no sense. Aaron
2: because there's this phrase that goes, Aaron Rodgers, or opinions are like, Fine. Opinions like Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's got one. He's an ass.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. I did nail it. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: Fine. No, I'll just say this. No wonder, no wonder my UPS guy doesn't listen yeah. to this show. <laughs> Bunch of profanity.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'll just say it like this. Aaron Rodgers' opinions are ass. Jason, as always, we appreciate <laughs> you joining the show.
0: Love you, Jason. Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. This you is Roger Hamilton, Green.
2: presented by Coors Light.